Hello everyone, good morning and welcome to today's edition of Kids and Corona. Um, although I did say that I was going to um, look at another form of communication today, I feel that because the situation has become so much more serious in England as well as around the world, um, we need tools to be able to respond and not react. Um, in Alpidarco, responding and not reacting is a very, very important tool to make sure that we are given in, we are giving enough thought to behaviour, and it only has to take a fraction of a second more, that we're in a mindset not to react. Reacting is quick, not thought through, and sometimes is unfair. Our children, some of them really weren't behaving as they normally do, or some of their behaviours have become more extreme. And we can be 99% sure that's because of the situation. They might be scared, they might be anxious, they're bored, they're fed up, when is it ending? And these are all real, real emotions. But with children, it will come out in different ways. They won't necessarily tell you. And even if you say to them, oh, you're only doing that because, they'll say, no, I'm not. Because that's the way a child processes information and it comes out in their behaviour. What we need to be doing as mums, at least 60% of the time, is responding and not reacting. We see a behaviour, we realise this is because of the situation. And rather than rushing in there, telling off or getting frustrated with the child, we're going to respond and not react. We're going to use the information that we have, understand the situation and lead the children to a better place. So let's see how this goes with our tots, tens and teens. The little ones may be crying more, more fractious, can't share, can't even do the normal things, want you to feed them, maybe um, toilet training's gone up a spout. All these kind of things are symptoms of anxiety. And in order to respond and not react, we need to use the tool of aid. Aid are the initial letters of acknowledge, ignore and deal. I acknowledge she's not eating properly. I'm going to ignore it for the moment, for the second, because I know it's because of the situation. And I'm going to deal with it in a way of encouraging her rather than telling her off for what she's doing. The 10-year-olds are quickly bored, are not doing the things that they normally do. If they used to go to bed on time, they're certainly not doing it now. Again, that, we, that needs our response to the situation. Even if it's as much as I can understand that it's hard for you, using empathy. But this is how it is going to be at the moment. The best tool to use for tots and tens is distraction. Turning something on, let's read a story, let's do a different game, let's phone a friend, etc. And don't even make any comment about what's going on. Don't expect too much of your teenagers. The teen brain is not an adult brain and they cannot process the information in the way that we can. 
their level of connectivity in the brain, connecting different parts so that we can process events, happenings, etc., is not the same as an adult brain. And therefore, that often shows itself in a rashness, a shouting, a slamming door, a being rude, a being unreasonable. Now, I'm not saying you have to accept these behaviours and say, yes, darling, it's fine. You could be as rude to me as you like, but at least understand, understand where they're coming from. They can't be with their friends. Teenagers are not best friends with their parents, mostly. And now they're with them 24-7 and their pesky siblings who are making a mess and a noise the whole time. It's not easy for them. So let's acknowledge, ignore and then deal. Deal with a teenager, although they're not adults, try to deal with them in an adult way. Explaining that you do understand, suggesting that they go to their room, giving them a break, not making too many demands of them. Our 60-40 rule is very important. I had a very cute WhatsApp yesterday from one of our Alpidalka mothers who said, can we have a Corona concession? and make it 50-50, 50% losing it and 50% being on top of it. And the answer actually is no. We need to be 60% on top of it. If we lose it sometimes, we'll put it in our 40%. I really, really hope that this is helpful. We're in a very, very difficult situation. Nobody is undermining it. Everybody is feeling it. But we as mothers have the responsibility to try and respond and not react. Have a really good day.